Hello, have you been rejected, heartbroken, and feel life has nothing good to offer, or feel stuck in your situation? Here in the room of truth, we open your eyes on how to come out of your shell and live your wildest dream. Join Kenny Wonders every Sunday on Anchor FM. It's all about fun, love, and growth. Thank you. Hi guys, welcome back to the Room of Truth show. It's been a while, man, over a month now since we had our show. Uh, I'm so glad that we are having this again. Today we are going to be having having a very interesting um, discussion, uh, the Cinderella syndrome. And I know some people are already wondering what is it going to be about. Just stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Uh, before we start, I would love that we listen to this spoken word by one of my friends. She sent it to me and I was like, wow, I'm going to be playing this on my show. So enjoy the spoken word and um, learn what you can get from it. Our earth is blessed, the finest among the rest, qualified and chosen by the first to accommodate the best of all creations, they say. Now our earth has been birthed but far more than a thousand years. Why is it still the same? <laughs> is not our habitat occupied with beings of quest and lovers of change? Now this population is close to being extinct, but for the fractional response to the stimuli of the earth, so I predict. These are the lamentations of the minority. All oh, that the ground will bring forth its riches, the grave treasures that are held captive, those that slumber, awakened by this wake-up call. Each and every one contributing their quota to our home in danger, then can we say again, our earth is blessed, the finest among the rest. Thank you. Welcome back, guys. Hope you enjoyed that spoken word by Becca. So now we move into the um, topic of the day, the Cinderella syndrome. Hmm. I know many of us grew up watching uh, the Cinderella uh, movies and how they depict a, a, a particular lady who had, you know, who was enslaved by a stepmother, and she. She was quite beautiful, but the words, harsh words of her stepmother made her feel, feel inferior to other people in the society. And, you know, the prince was looking for his spouse to marry, so he called for a, a party where he was to gather different ladies and find his, his soulmate, according to the movie. But we, you know, she was planning to go because she was a tailor and she, she did a very beautiful dress for herself. In which her stepmother took and I think destroyed. I can't really remember the movie very well. And she was unable to go for the for the um, for the party in the, at the palace. Then magically she she met you know a witch or a wizard anyone that gave her these um, chariots chariots and um, um, gowns, beauty shoes, and turned her and did a makeover for her. And she was looking, you know, beautiful, sparkling. And she went for the party. At the end of it, we saw how 
by they gave her an instruction that by 12 she must go back because everything that has been done will be undone and when it was 12 she started running when she was with the prince she had to leave and run and left her shoe behind <laughs> left her shoe behind and you know after that she they began to look for her she was hiding from the whole situation pretending not to have attended the party so that the prince would not see her in her lowest state because she felt she was not good enough without that makeover that the wizard or the witch rather you know did to her and you know while i was just reminiscing about those memories i had in my childhood days uh, watching those movies i realized a lesson from that movie and it actually the lesson actually you know re- was relating to my own story of how i battled with low self-esteem for years and um, i struggled with trying to prove myself to people you know for some of you that would have seen maybe some of our broadcasts i shared the story of how i was in a class when i was in ss1 i think and i was in the class when the teacher came in to you know read to us our results our test results hmm. because in those days they they read test results back to us so in public or they post you know paste our results in public or they read it to us so we i was in class and she came inside our economics teacher she came inside and she started reading the the, the results to people out loud she was calling names from the highest you know score to the lowest score and we were over about 50 to 60 people in the class then i attended a, a public school so you should know how, how how many we could be in the class so she started calling from the highest to the lowest and i kept waiting for my name waiting for my name waiting for my name to be called but she didn't call my name so i think there were just few names left maybe about three names or so left and she she finally asked you know when i saw that they were about three names i remember i said we were over 50 or 60 in the class so there were about three names left and she called she she finally mentioned who is wonders and i was so scared because i knew i failed it already i knew i failed the test already because for me to be left with theory and that that just means i, I failed the test so i was reluctant to raise my hand that i am wonders you know i was scared really scared and ashamed of myself so she 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 shouted the second time who is wonders and i didn't expect the whole class was going to burst into laughter i actually didn't expect it and they all started laughing i don't know what could have been funny but they started laughing and they pointed at me that that is wonders and i i heard the word of my life <laughs> i heard the word of my life from my teacher and she 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 said uh, my name is not working for me you know um that you know i'm not performing any wonders and stuff like that and those words really you know they ate me up with you know they ate me up really bad because i i really respected the teacher she, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to mention the name of the teacher because I still respect her. Um, I really respect the teacher. Um, it's been over over 11 years now since I left, you know, the school and all that. But you know, I, I, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I felt like the ground should just open, open up and just swallow me up because I didn't expect it from her. 
she was one of those few teachers that you will you know students secretly admired she was old maybe not really old but older an older teacher she and she was usually encouraging but that day i didn't know what came over her. she spoke really badly to me and i felt so bad i felt really really bad and those words really sank deep within me than i expected and for years i i began to struggle with myself i began to battle with low self-esteem i struggled with proving a point to people you know i i i i was like okay since you said my name is not working for me i'm not my my i'm not performing no wonders then i will prove to you that my my name is really going to work for me and in the nearest future you are going to regret your statement <laughs> you know that was how i was thinking then and it was because i was hot but one thing i never knew was that statement was actually going to affect me for a very long period of time that's what i never knew i just thought it was going to be that period but i realized after about five years six years seven years i was still battling with this human this woman's statement statement she made in a class that day i was still struggling with myself trying to you know i i, I found myself trying to prove to people that i am good enough i i i i begin to when i meet people at every slightest opportunity i try to show them my ability that can you see what i can do can you see and i i and one day i had to just realize that i'm actually hurting myself the more i try this I'm actually hurting myself the more I try to prove a point to people than you know what I than even the the word she said to me because I was living a life that was not my own. I was living in another world, a world of proving a point. Just like the story of Cinderella, she she was good enough. At least in every Cinderella movies, we they usually use a very beautiful lady. So she was good enough. But the problem was because of what her stepmother has said about her, because of the words she has heard consistently, she became so low. She began, she began to look down on herself. She became so low to herself that she couldn't even face the prince without the magical you know, makeover. And I believe this is the position many of us are. Many of us hide under some makeovers under some magical makeovers in our heads many of us hide you know some people they, their own magical makeover just like cinderella their own magical makeover is their is money so some people hide under the influence of money but they know within themselves that they are battling with low self-esteem you know one of the ways you know that you are really struggling is when you tr- try to keep you know try to keep aligned people or trying to prove to people that you have money you know when you try to put so that is some people's makeover the money they have some people's makeover is beauty some people are trying to keep proving to people that i am beautiful so they go extra miles to just look beautiful to just you know look beautiful appear beautiful some people expensive they want to just appear expensive so that whenever you see them they you 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 will you will acknowledge that they are they are they are great you know, and so on. And so forth. There are many, I don't, I might not mention your own case, whatever you are using as a makeover, 
you know but the truth is you have to first come to realize that you are hurting yourself you are hurting yourself so many people don't 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 know that when they when they struggle with these things they 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 you know they are hurting deep down than even uh, the point they are trying to prove so the bottom line is one of the things i had to first realize for myself was i was actually hurting myself the more i tried to prove a point so i'm going to share some effect of what this low self-esteem um, and uh, proving a point uh, has caused in my own life i'm going to be using my own life as a case study you know your story might be unique obviously it is your story your own story might be different from mine but what is what i believe is common is the effects the effects are usually or the result of it are usually um, the same and part of the result is low self-esteem um pride um sorry low self-esteem then uh, uh you know temptation to prove a point so let me list out some effect that affected me during this period of my life you know after that stage and i began to you know reminisce on those words of the of the of my teacher in in secondary school back then the, the one of the first effects that i saw that happened was uh, i began to pursue a dream that was not meant for me i began to pursue a dream that was not meant for me you know and that is what happens many people don't realize this that when you give in into those words when you give in into the the idea of people concerning you you will be dragged into you know into a, a world that was not meant for you because of you you are trying to prove to them that you 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 are you know you are better you are as good as them you know like i was seeing a movie yesterday last night and uh, the lady was one of the smartest lady in the school in the high school and but she 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 saw other people you know they were the big girls of the school you know they were the girls that guys will always go after they were the late girls that guys will always um, invite for a party and she felt so bad I, I, while i was watching, seeing the movie i was just like only if she knew how much people admired her for being the smartest lady in the school but she didn't see that part of her she was only seeing the part that she was not looking as they call it sexy enough and she she went to apply some magical you know ingredients to change herself to look beautiful which later had a side effect you know but but the point is we all are usually dragged into that world where it is not actually our ours into that dream that isn't ours because we are trying to prove a point the second is low self-esteem in short one of the greatest battle is low self-esteem when when you know when you try to prove a point it is usually also a proof that you are struggling with low self-esteem because when you have a higher esteem of yourself and i'm not talking about pride you know there's the difference between confidence and pride so when you have a high esteem of yourself you wouldn't want to try to prove yourself to anybody because you will know that what you do is good enough for you and if that is good enough then you shouldn't try to prove to anyone so another thing I battled with was low self-esteem. So whenever I, I meet people, I try to, you know, <laughs> I don't know how many of us have, I believe many of us would have, I've met people and or we've done a project before. Maybe you did a write-up 
or you did something, you started something new. And when you did it, when you listened to it, you were so amazed that, wow, is this really you? How could I have done this? But the moment you met people and you wanted to present it to them, you, you realized you are not bold enough to be as confident as you were when you were the only one listening to it. So, usually many of us fall into that trap of we will now begin to believe to our works, believe to what we have done. You know, some people talk like, like you know, let me put use an, give an example. Some people talk like, ah, no, 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 no. I, it's not actually good enough. Or it's not like I'm really good enough. It's not good enough, but, you know, just listen to it. Or, you know, I like, <laughs> let me use the, an experience. I like a lady that I visited her and she 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 wanted to cook for me so to as a visitor she wanted to cook for me so when she was done cooking i i started eating the food so i think she she misinterpreted my facial expression as the food wasn't good so the next thing she just started saying is i'm so sorry that i didn't prepare the food well you know i really don't know how to cook like that just and i looked at her and i said will you just keep quiet you know, I told her never ever in your life should you bring down yourself for, you know, for the approval of people. Never in your life should you do that, you know. And that will lead us to the next point, the approval addiction. You know, one of the things that we battle with when we have low self-esteem, one of the things that we battle with when we begin to try to prove a point based on what people have said concerning us is that we are indirectly looking for approval from people. You know, and it is called approval addiction. You begin to look for approval. You begin to find people to, you know, approve what you do, approve of you, and it is not right for you. You will, you will only be hurting yourself because the truth is, let me, let me, let me give you, let me tell you this: that every human are too busy thinking about themselves. Let me, let me say that again. Every human are too busy thinking about them, them themselves so when you are looking for approval from a man or a, a lady from or from someone that actually is only thinking of how his own his own life is going to be better or how our life is going to be better you will only be wasting your time because you will never be able to satisfy them you will never be able to satisfy their standards so you have to realize what your own god-given standard is and you know, run after that standard. You have to set your own standard, you know, according to your divine potentials, not according to the standards that men give to you, or according to the standard that the society, you know, has defined for you, you know. And the next is um, bringing down our standard, which I've spoken about. You know, many of us begin to bring down our standards. We begin to bring ourselves low and say, no, okay, actually, my work is not good. You know, I remember I was in a meeting and one of my friends, you know, I, 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 one of my friends, she, she was also in the meeting and the, the, the coordinator was to ask us all to talk about our, our project so far and all that. And this lady is someone that I know that she, she she has been doing greatly and she she has been working on some things and I've been amazed. I, I don't encourage her. So but in that meeting, I didn't know. I believe the the the, the low self-esteem um spirit came upon her. And when it was her turn to speak, she she was reluctant to speak and she started saying words like uh, and you know, really, I I don't really know you know much. I you know really 
I've not really been doing anything as serious as that. And I looked at her, just my look alone, she got my message and immediately I she switched. She switched and started talking, you know, confidently. And that was what I no, that was what made me happy. You know, that she could understand my facial expression and no, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Don't ever try to bring yourself down before people. You know, one thing I love about Jesus, let me just chip this in, is that. He was always very conscious of what he said about himself before people. He was always very conscious of it. He did not allow people to divine him. He never brought down his standards. So you shouldn't bring down your standards for anyone, anyone at all. You know, so we will go on a short break. And when we are back, a short music break, when we are back, we will be talking about the solution. How I came out of that that phase of my life, how, you know, I was helped and God helped me. And, you know, things I, 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 I put in place, things that I practiced that helped me to uh, come out of that approval addiction and that um, Cinderella syndrome, as I call it. So we'll be back. We'll go on a short break rather and we'll be back shortly. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Sections. Surround yourself with people that challenge how you think Not people that nod their head and act like they agree Those people that cut you open just to watch you bleed Always be yourself, not the person that you pretend to be No! These people gon' tell you that you won't ever make it Then when you do, they gon' say they knew you were going places That's just how it works, next thing you know you'll be overrated Hearing people say they miss the old you, it's crazy, ain't it? And perfect people don't exist, so don't pretend to be one I don't need passing them back from people from my when I die, I wanna know that I live for a reason Anyone can take your life, but not what you believe in, no Yeah, they say when you grow up You'll understand when you're old Cause I'm still a kid, I don't know it If I'll ever let go of this Say goodbye to the old me We ain't friends anymore, you don't know me I know I could die any moment If I do, just remember Take opinions from people that won't listen to yours And money's where you find happiness, you'll always be poor If you don't like the job you have, then what do you do it for? The cure to pain isn't something you buy at liquor stores, nah The real you is not defined by the size of your office The real you is who you are when ain't nobody watching You spend your whole life worried about what's in your wallet For what? That money won't show up in your coffin Your anger's a liar, he ain't got no respect I fell in love with my pain and I slept with my regrets Saw it happen, maybe that's why she up and left Joy called me a cheater, said she ain't coming back I've always had a problem with relationships But that's what happens when you see the world through a broken lens Mistakes can make you grow, that doesn't mean you're friends Who you are is up to you, don't leave it up to them, no
like you signed up to be hated That's kinda weird cause I don't remember signing my name up Coming from people that give advice but never take none I like my privacy but lately I feel it's invaded I heard that life's too short, don't let it pass you by We waste a lot of time crying over wasted time It's not about what people think, it's how you feel inside My biggest failures in life are knowing I never tried I look at the world from a different angle People change, even Satan used to be an angel Think twice before you biting on the hand that made you Don't believe what you believe just cause that's how they raise you Think your own thoughts, don't let them do it for you Say you wanna drink, don't wait for people to pour it on you Cut out the lies, stay close to people you know are loyal Grab your own glass and fill it, don't let your fear destroy you Alright, welcome back guys. That was Remember This by NF, just in case you would love to get the song. So quickly, let's move into how I was able to uh, come out of that situation in my life and um, how God was uh, able to help me out through um, that process of uh, low self-esteem and approval addiction. And I think the first um, thing that I needed to do was to realize that it wasn't my fault it wasn't my fault that the teacher um, spoke to me in such manner it wasn't my fault that the teacher was not able to see beyond uh, my temporary failure uh, you know and that is what i just want to tell, tell you guys listening to me today that it is not your fault you have to realize it isn't it wasn't your fault and it isn't your fault that people do not see you know the best out of you people do not see that that um uniqueness you know that greatness that god has placed in you it isn't their, your fault it is their fault for having a short-sightedness not to be able to detect greatness so stop blaming yourself you know one thing that i i battled was i began to think that i was the cause of my predicament of you know uh or let me say the predicament the society placed or the burden the society placed upon me um maybe you know i will i felt i was the, i was at fault but one thing you have to just realize is you are not at fault it was never your fault that people talked down on you it was never your fault that people did, you know spoke words of discouragement towards you you know it was never your fault that people never saw greatness in you it is their fault that they could not see beyond you know the the present and detect greatness that was hidden within you so never blame yourself for that uh, the second thing i needed to do was I, I began to see beyond my past you know um, most times I, I i keep brooding on my past i kept um, going back to the past and feeding on the heart the pain you know just reminiscing on that moment reminiscing on how how i felt and it kept it's just like a virus it kept eating me up within me you know um it kept killing me you know secretly and I could not speak to anyone. So you have to first see beyond your past. You have to begin to see um, that that thing that is positive about that your experience. You have to see beyond just the experience of your past, beyond the pain, beyond the hurt 
beyond the disappointment and begin to see um, the, 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 the enlightenment that came from that experience. Begin to see the solution that actually came through that experience. You know, uh, you know, one of the, like for instance now, today I'm using my story to teach people, to tell people, to encourage people, to motivate people, you know, to inspire people, uh, you know, to, to not to give up when people talk down on them and, uh, you know, to be charged up and all that. And if I had kept feeding on my pain that kept feeding on that experience I had in school, I wouldn't be able to be doing this today. So I I, I, I started seeing beyond my past, seeing beyond the experience, and I, I, I began to see the solutions and the the, the the light, you know, the the good part of that experience. I began to see the lesson I could learn, and that is what I I believe God would want us to do. That you know, beyond what you have experienced in your past, beyond the pains, beyond the struggle, beyond the depression, He, he wants us to be able to also see the lessons we can learn and and take hold of those lessons and move on. You know, that is what the past should be, the, your past should be meant for, not for you to just live in your past and don't want to move forward. Uh, the next thing I, uh, that God helped me to do was to discover my uniqueness. Oh God, this was one of the greatest deliverance I ever had. You know, I you know uh, God helping me dis- to God helping me to discover my uniqueness has really changed a lot in my life because I remember growing up believing I didn't have any gifts. Uh, I was not really I didn't feel special in any way. I don't know, but that was the way I felt growing up. I I was a very quiet person. I don't talk much. I, I I barely go out. In short, I remember those days when um, my dad during Christmas or um, New Year celebration, my dad would want to take us out to maybe a family friend's place and all that. I would I would always offer to stay at home, you know, than to go out. I was this indoor kind of person. I talk less. I stay in the room watch tv stay in the room and all that and what i realized was that I, I i began to you know feel that i was not actually special i didn't feel i just felt i was just living you know what i'm saying so because of those words that i've heard from you know my teachers and even from other societal factors that i've heard and even you know sometimes some from close people you know people that are really close to us and i just felt i wasn't special i just felt there and it made me feel there was nothing nothing no gift there was nothing unique about me but until when i started growing up and i i started speaking to people you know sometimes people talk to me and i i realized number one thing i realized is i, I realized people usually tend to come and confide in me but i just saw it as something normal i never saw it as something you know serious and at the same time i realized when i speak to them the, their response was usually like something like oh can you how, how come you know this much like wh- what have you been reading how come you know this much your word whenever you speak your word fire up something in me your words tears me up i feel encouraged i feel motivated and i'll be like and they'll be like how how come how do you know these things and to me i'll just be like like you know that just imagine that facial expression that so this is just me talking i don't know if, if you get what i'm saying like this is just me talking and uh, but they will be just they will be like no there is something you know different about the way you talk about the way I just feel anybody could do this but they will be like no there's a way different the way the way you talk the way you respond the way you think the way you teach and all that 
And I never knew that was a gift. I never knew that was a unique my uniqueness. I just felt that was just there and you know and that that that's one of the you know, important things about life when you surround yourself with people that will help you discover that that thing that you think is just normal is actually something special you know and that will lead us to the next point but before we go there you know i, I began to realize that those things that i saw that was just casual to me was something was a big deal to people you know people be like this is a big this is a huge gig man what, the way you speak what you say what you write because sometimes i do write-ups and i do some teachings on my writings and all that and people be like ah, man the way you teach the way you narrate and all those things is just unique it, it touches my soul and all that and i began to realize with the help of god that these things actually were were a gift and they actually were god's uniqueness in my life you know it was something just special for me and he has everything and he has so, 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 um, such uniqueness in other people like that as well so i what the point i'm just trying to make is i began to realize that i was not just um i was not just useless <laughs> i wasn't just useless i realized that there were actually a lot that god has placed within me that i could do in this life before i leave this world and you know and here we are today we've been doing that so the point is you have to realize that you you have to discover your uniqueness you have to realize there's something within you that is actually unique you know it, it might not be academics you know like my teachers talk bad at me and all that you know the way we the world in defines intelligence today has really bastardized many things many people's uh, dream because we define intelligence as you know people scoring high marks in school and all that but that is not actually intelligent it's just like what Albert Einstein said when he said you cannot um you cannot tell a fish you know it, it, it was like a fish cannot you know swing on the tree like a monkey and a monkey cannot swim in the ocean like a fish and it doesn't mean that the monkey is less intelligent than the fish and it doesn't mean the fish is less intelligent than the monkey only that they all have their own area of specialty area of uniqueness if a fish cannot come and compete with the monkey on tree and it, if a monkey cannot go and compete with the fish in the ocean so that is what intelligence should be about that people being measured based on their own uniqueness based on their own gifting that is what their intelligence is and i felt i feel you know if the school can incorporate all this to our curriculum to schools to curriculum it's going to help a lot of people out there but that's just by the way so i i have to first start discovering that i am unique and i have something tangible out there and you also have such in you you have that thing that the world actually needs you might not see it as something important but i tell you there are people waiting for you to bring that part of you out so don't ever you know look down on yourself and feel you don't have those things and you know like i said that would lead us to the next point which is uh i i i know surrounding surround yourself with the right people surrounding yourself with the right people he shot if there's anything i want to thank god for was that the people he, he made me have an association with in life really excuse me really went a long way in affecting my life you know the people god brought my way you know of course i met bad people <laughs> you know this is just life it happens but i also have met nice people that really you know changed my life and 
and especially i feel to an extent especially my parents yeah my mom my dad uh they really 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 helped me in discovering that i am unique because they talk a lot about each and every one of their children about our uniqueness and all that so uh, they were of course they are not perfect there were some slides you know but they really helped me and encouraged me as well so you know surrounding yourself with the right people aside your parents surrounding yourself with the right people actually goes a long way in um helping you come out of um all these addictions of um, approvals uh you know all these um low self-esteem and and things like that or trying to prove a point to people it helps you realize when you surround yourself with the right people they help you realize that you are actually unique and there is a greatness in you people that will appreciate you that is the reason why if you surround yourself with people that will value you people that will you know motivate you when you are in a circle and anytime you you come among their midst you feel inferior you need to leave that cycle because your the bible the bible says iron sharpens iron your cycle should be a, a cycle that should be able to motivate you to do better you know there is difference between feeling motivated and feeling inferior you know you should always feel motivated and not inferior to your your, your friends your peers and all that so surround yourself with the right people they go a long way if you are in a circle where people talk you down please leave that circle without thinking twice and the next point i need to rush this now the next point is channel your energy to your passion for god and yourself you see um those energies i i began to channel towards proving a point to people after those statements that was said were said by my teachers and uh, i and i began to feel inferior to many people and i felt i was going to prove a point to them i, I was going to be great in life you know i was going to succeed because i wanted people to know that i could i could also make it i can also make it in life you know those energy i spent wasting for years trying to prove a point and yet did not really make uh, much advance you know if i channel it to something tangible something productive as you know channeling it to god's will for my life you know the dreams that i have and all that i would i would have gone further than where i am today i believe i believe so you need to channel those energy just you know when people talk you down and maybe someone you respect like my own story has um, has discouraged you from doing things that you really have a passion to do or as you know people have spoken down you people maybe even some some of you your parents they, they they say they don't see anything good in you that's frustration and that you know that disappointment and that energy you know that passion channel it to that your god's giving passion that your god's god's giving dream and you will see that it's going to yield greater results than you trying to prove a point to them no no you know you should focus on your own development Prove a point to yourself, not to anybody. You know, there was a day I was I was I was talking to God and I was like, God, I want to prove a point to you. I want to prove that I can I can make it. I can I will not disappoint you. And the response I got was, You cannot prove anything to me because I know that you can do these things. So it is the only person you should prove a point to is yourself. And that was when I learned that lesson. So you need to prove a point to yourself. Don't prove a point to anybody. Prove a point to yourself that you can be better. You can do better. You can do greater. And the last point for tonight is never give anyone a chance to talk you down again. Never give anyone a chance to talk you down. You see, um, 
you know, many people, the truth is, in, in as much as I've said, circle your, you know, surround yourself with great complaints, with people that value you, the truth is, you will still meet people that don't value you, that you cannot actually escape. What will you do if the people that don't value you are your families, that you have to go back to every now and then? What will you do? Will you, will you cut up from them? You can't. So, but the point is, you know, don't give any one of them, don't give anybody a chance to talk you down. You know, and how do you do this is by returning it to them, you know. I'm not saying you should fight and I'm not saying you should go go and cause have work with people or have um you know combat uh, all those things with people. No, what I'm saying here is when people talk at you, when people talk you down, when people say things that are demeaning and there are people actually that you cannot avoid, then the best way to 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 affect or to have um deal with such situation is to always respond with something positive whenever they talk to you about yourself. Always respond with something positive. For instance, let me give you an example so that you get what I'm saying. Uh, uh, let's assume someone comes to meet you and says maybe you want to do a project and the person is saying you 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 abigail you you want to do this project <laughs> do you even think you have the brain to do it you know return you know, when i say return it to them i'm not saying you should now say no no you are very stupid you you don't have the brain. no you don't talk that way because you have only confirmed that you don't have the brain <laughs> to do it but what i'm saying is when people talk at you uh, with at you know in such manner what you do is you return it with something positive about yourself and you say to them that oh i'm actually sorry that you are short-sighted to see the greatness in me to see the ability that god has given you to me to be able to perform you know even greater than your expectation towards this project you know what you have just done right there is you have number one return the seed because every word spoken is a seed so when someone speaks something negative towards you and you just leave it and you let them go what what you don't know is that you have allowed that word to enter you and settle and with time it's going to germinate you know you now start feeling um, feeling depressed start feeling uh, what's it called um feeling low self-esteem you won't be able to perform as you used to but when the moment they speak towards you and you return without hesitating with something positive you have returned the seed to them and in returning the seed to them you have uh, deposited a seed a positive seed into your own self by responding with something positive so this is these are the things you should do to avoid um such incidents or to prevent such incidents with time when people see that whenever they talk negative to you i remember i was in the garden i was living in a place rather and um, the the people that i was living with were usually too negative they they, they say some negative words foul languages and all that and they used to say it among themselves, but I don't I don't join them. But whenever they try to bring me into the issue or try to say something demeaning, I warn them. I give them serious warning. I tell them, or when they say maybe they say something negative, I return it to something positive. I realize that with time I began to influence them, that they began to they were started being being conscious. They were conscious of every word they said when they were around me. That's what happens when you always don't give people that, that opportunity to always um, talk down at you or say something negative around you. So I, I, I hope you've been able to learn one or two things. I'm sorry that we took this much time. I tried my best to make it short, but I just needed to rush it through. I was not even able, able to elaborate. But thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you. I hope we are going to see you next week again. Please join us next week and invite your friends. Invite people. Invite your friends. Um, we are having, yeah, before we go, we are having hosting our first 
um, relationship workshop. Love Culture Coaching Center is hosting its first relationship workshop, which is coming up this month on on by May 27th and May 28th. It's a two-day workshop and um, it's, it's, a, it's a form of class. You know what they call workshop? It's a form of class that but a, an interactive class session as well and it's bombarded with a lot of benefits a lot of materials a lot of substances that is really going to bless your relationship please if you are if you are newly wedded if you are single if you are dating if you are cutting maybe you are about to get married soon please this program is meant for you this workshop is meant for you don't don't downplay it don't look down it make sure you are a part of this go and get registered every most of the things we are doing they are free we are just collecting it 1000 era for registration which is nothing compared to the cost of actually what we are going to be giving out to you so please do well to go get registered um, we've posted everything you need to know about it on our platform if you are not on our platform please reach out to us you know um, probably to Facebook on Love Culture Coaching Center or on Instagram at Kenny Wonders. You can reach out to me. Please do well to reach out to us and get registered today with just 1000 naira and we'll give you, you know, you get your ticket. So we will be meeting next week. Um, please join us next week. Next week is going to be another wonderful time. Have a wonderful week ahead of you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode. We hope you were blessed. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and drop your comments. You can follow Kenny Wonders on the social media platform via the link in this bio. We would love you to join us next week Sunday, same time. Thank you.